Welcome to the What You Don't Know podcast, where we tell you things you may know some of, but not all of, or maybe all of it, or maybe none of. I'm Sean. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to our first episode. Basically, what this podcast is, is, you know, it could be a variety of different topics. It could be um, crime. It could be general news, pop culture sort of stuff. It's just really stuff that either of us think would be interesting to talk about and stuff that people may know, but they might not know, like the whole story, right? Yep. 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 So let's, well, I guess uh, a little bit about us. Uh, we live together. We work together, we too. We work together, We're too. also best friends. You say we're best friends. I don't know about that. We'll see. I'm working on it. Yeah. So we're best friends, Sarah says. <laughs> We worked together. Um, I wanted to start a podcast because I worked in radio. uh, And then during the COVID pandemic, I actually got laid off and I wanted to keep creating audio content. And I have like a a different attitude towards radio now that I'm not in it. I don't necessarily think it's going to be what's used as much in the future. I think podcasting is definitely the way it's going to be going. And it's sort of what I want. It's what I've wanted to do for a couple of years, but I didn't really have uh, the time or the passion to do it. But here I am, and uh, Sarah was literally the first warm body I saw to pick as my co-host. It's because we're best friends. He likes to say that. So she's here. So we wanted to talk about uh, on our first episode something that sort of relates to um, when I was in radio. I did I did afternoons on a top forty station, and this person, Brittany Spears, is not really someone that you play too much on top forty stations, besides like a couple of hits. But she's definitely come back into What's the word? The public eye. The public eye recently. And it's not really for a good thing. It has a lot to do with the legal situation that she's in. This is called the Free Britney movement. We'll get into more about this legal situation in just a couple minutes. But it's exploded like on uh, on pretty much all forms of social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. People are talking about this. There's a bunch of like conspiracy theories But before we get to this legal situation that Britney Spears is in with her conservatorship, I wanted to talk a little bit about how she got to that point. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Britney Spears's early career, because I'm 25, you're 21. Um, We were like growing up during like when Britney Spears really started to take off. So, I mean, we were like children, so I don't really I didn't necessarily remember a lot of it. I loved her music. Loved her music when I was a kid. Still do. Love you, Brittany. Yeah. So um, we're, we're just going to go over her career a little bit quickly. So, you know, she's an incredibly successful performer. She scored six solo number one albums. Uh, she sold over 100 million records worldwide. When And that's, you know, in the early 2000s when people actually still bought music. Uh, she's the best selling female album artist of the 2000s. Has a perfume brand worth $1.5 billion has a Grammy, seven Guinness World Records, and a whole lot more. So yeah, she's extremely, extremely, extremely successful, even though people don't really consider her to be too relevant in the pop music scene nowadays. She definitely was hugely influential in her time period and for like this generation of artists, I would say. So Britney Jean Spears was born December 2nd, 1981 in Macomb, Mississippi, so she's a Sagittarius. I know that matters to a lot of people. So I love Sagittariuses. Shout out to the Sagittarius Sagittariuses of the world. Shout out to the Saggies. That's what we call them. <laughs> spent most of her she spent most of her childhood in Kentwood, Louisiana, which is like really deep in the Bible Belt. 
very religious there. So she started performing at like age three, basically never stopped uh, from that point onwards. Uh, her probably first well-known role was in the Mickey Mouse Club when she was like 13 or 14. And there were so many like now like very famous A-list celebrities in that show. Ryan Gosling, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera and Carrie Russell were all in the Mickey Mouse Club. So she started getting into music after the Mickey Mouse Club wrapped up. Uh, she signed with a record label, which originally she had trouble getting signed because like this era of pop music that we're talking about, it was all about the music groups, the Backstreet Boys, the Spice Girls, NSYNC. Labels at that time, especially with pop music, didn't really think that individual performers would sell well. So it was they were they didn't really want to take a gamble on Britney Spears. But there was one record company that was a uh, Jive Records. So she signed with them. They flew her off to Sweden to record her first album, Baby, one more time. She's only 16 years old at really? this point. Oh, I didn't know that. So she's you know, flying off to Sweden, 16 years old, finishes the album. She goes on a mall tour to promote it, which is very like 90s, early 2000s going on a mall <laughs> tour. There's like no malls left anymore. So she's 18 years old when she debuts uh, her first album, Baby One More Time. Hits number one in the U.S. and 15 other countries. Sold 10 million copies in a year. Biggest selling album ever by a teenage artist. That record's still not broken and honestly probably won't ever be broken again because again most people stream their music now they don't really buy it so mm -hmm. i think that that record will definitely stay there for a long time so after baby one more time drops uh she follows it up with oops i did it again that's only a year later again that debuted at number one album sold over 20 million copies worldwide it's one of the best-selling albums of all time here in america uh we'll skip through like the ne this next pick a little just to save time we're just doing some bullet points of her career 2001 she released a new album called britney it's a little bit more funkier it's inspired by like hip-hop and uh people like uh, Jay-Z and the Neptunes, stuff like that. She signs an $8 million deal with Pepsi. So she's a millionaire at the age of like 18 and 19 years old. She's dating Justin Timberlake in 2002. Uh, she was ranked as the world's most powerful celebrity in 2002. 2003 is the uh, famous kiss between Britney Spears and Madonna, mm. which, by the way, I always thought was gross because at the time, Britney Spears was 22 years old and Madonna was like 45. Wow, actually, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess now that I think about and it, it's a little bit weird. I think people would think it would be way weirder if if in this situation, if Britney Spears was 22 and she was kissing a 45 year old man on the stage. I think it's just because Madonna's a woman. You think so? Or I think that it's just because Madonna is such good plastic surgery. People don't really know how old she is. She's like 63 now. Yeah, I, w I mean, I would kiss Madonna. I'm 21. She's 63. Absolutely. You'd kiss her like Britney yes, Spears kissed yes, her on stage? Yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely. You like like moms and stuff, though. Oh, don't out me. Yes, I like moms. OK, I like them. I like them. <laughs> OK, so in 2003, uh, she releases her fourth album in the zone, which has my favorite Britney Spears song on it. Can you guess which one it is? Hmm. No, nope, you're going to have to go ahead and tell me. It's Toxic is my oh. favorite one. That was a collaboration between her and Madonna, actually. I was hoping Madonna you were basic, right. but I guess so. What's your favorite one? Oh, I don't know. Probably honestly toxic. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm projecting. I'm projecting. Yeah. So that's my favorite Britney Spears song. So in 2004, we see like 
probably our first red flag uh, with Britney Spears's mental health. Uh, she marries a childhood friend of hers, Jason Allen Alexander, at the Little White Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas. This place is famous for like quick celebrity weddings. Uh, Frank Sinatra, Michael Jordan, Bruce Willis, Demi Moore and more people have all been married at this place. And none of those marriages really lasted. The marriage between Britney Spears and Jason Allen Alexander. How long do you think it lasted, Sarah? Um, I'm going to give him a solid seven months. Okay, it only lasted 55 hours. Oh. So you said seven months. I really thought that I was like, I don't know, shooting low. So it was like, (laughs) it was annulled that only 55 hours later, following a petition to the court that stated that Spears, quote, lacked understanding of her actions, end quote. I feel like that's our first red flag because. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I promise I'm listening. Yeah. You should be able to marry whoever you want for as long as you want to, unless they're like your family or some weird shit like that or like a kid. So you so you would marry marry someone for 55 hours. I'm not saying I would personally do it, but I don't think it like I don't think you should face repercussions if you did. Like I said, unless child or family. No, but, it, but I mean, there is no repercussions, but it's like you would get judged. Heavily. Yeah, I feel like that's a repercussion in my mind. Yeah. But yeah, I understand. Yeah. So. After that happens, she goes on tour to promote In the Zone, which is her latest album. Uh, On that tour, she hurts her knee uh, pretty badly and has to cancel some of the tour. That same year, five months later, after she married the first guy, she becomes engaged to then backup singer Kevin Federline, who she had only known for three months at that point. So three months like after she gets married to that guy. She meets another guy and then engages and gets engaged to him after five months. Nice. And Kevin Federline, by the way, he started dating Britney Spears while his ex-girlfriend was pregnant with his second child. Skeezy. What a skeeze. Yeah. So he in the tabloids at the time and still people call him a gold digger mm-hmm. because of that. And you could argue that. Yeah, probably. So Kevin Federline is a rapper now and goes by K Fed mm. is his and he's like the whitest rapper I've ever seen. <laughs> so we're going to call him K Fed for the rest of this podcast. So this time of Britney's life was shown in the reality TV series Britney and Kevin Chaotic, which was the name of it. And it got really bad reviews. It really portrayed uh, Britney as like very, very narcissistic. Uh, she says herself that the worst career move that she's ever done in her career was doing this reality TV show with Kevin Federline. And uh, I I watched some clips of it. It is pretty bad. And I'm not a huge reality TV fan, but it's super cringy. And it's like early 2000s reality TV. So Mm -hmm. it's very bad. Early 2000s cringe is a different type for sure. Yeah. So in 2005, uh, her first son was born. Do you know the name of her first son? Eddie. Sean. Oh, was the name of her first son. Oh. So I was brought into the world. <laughs> um, so her first son was born in 2005. In 2006, she was involved in this controversy. She's like the most famous female mu- musician in the world at the time. The paparazzi are always looking at her. And in 2006, she was involved in this controversy. I don't know if you remember this or not. We were pretty young at that point. There were some pictures of her holding her son, Sean, on her lap while she was driving in a car mm-hmm. instead of putting him in a car seat. I do. I do remember this. So it was like a big controversy at the time. There's a bunch of other stuff. And in September of that same year, she gives birth to her second son, her last son, Jaden. So she has two sons with Kevin Federline. 
Uh, two months later, after she gives birth to Jaden, she divorces from K-Fed. And they agreed to share uh, joint custody of their kids. Around the same time, too, unfortunately, Britney Spears's aunt, who was she was very close with, died of ovarian cancer. So she's dealing with the stress of, you know, the paparazzi being all over her all the time. A very uh, significant death in her family, her divorce, uh, joint custody of her kids. So it's just, you know, it's a bunch of stuff at once. So in 2007, very early 2007, she stays in this drug rehab facility in in Antigua, which is an island in the West Indies. A lot of um, celebrities will go there for rehab because it's like very like isolated there. But she was only in there for less than a day. Uh So the following night after she gets out of that facility, she shaves her head in probably one of the most famous uh, Britney Spears' moments ever. She shaves her head in a, with a pair of clippers in a salon in L.A. And she also, and in a separate incident, she hits a paparazzi's car with an umbrella because mm-hmm. she's just kind of so sick of them following her everywhere. Uh, she admits herself to several other treatment facilities in the following weeks. In October of 2007, uh, she loses custody of her children to KFED. Uh, The reasoning of the court ruling was never made public. We don't exactly know why that happened back then. But later that year, she releases her fifth album, Blackout, and she starts a relationship with someone who is a member of the paparazzi, which is also a red flag because she hates them. But she starts hate them, but you love them. She starts dating this man named Adnan Ghalib. And in 2008, she uh, refuses to give up custody of her kids who were staying with her. They were visiting her. Uh, some members of uh, K-Fed's like representatives, they call them, they came to collect the kids back. She refused to give them up and she was hospitalized after police arrived and noticed she appeared to be under the influence of an unidentified substance. So this was sort of uh, the beginning of the end for her freedom. The next day, in an emergency court hearing, Brittany's rights to see her kids was revoked, and Kevin Federline was given sole physical and legal custody of their two kids. Uh, she was committed to a psychiatric ward and put on a what's called a 5150 involuntary psychiatric hold, which basically means uh, the individual is assessed to be a danger to themselves a danger to others or, quote, gravely disabled. Mm -hmm. So you can be held there against your will. Yeah. And she was for up to 72 hours. So the courts placed her under a temporary and later became permanent conservatorship. Mm -hmm. uh, And the people put in charge of that conservatorship was her father, James Spears, who goes by Jamie, and uh, a family attorney, Andrew Wallet. That gave them complete control of her assets, and she was released from the psych ward five days later. So a lot of people, I think, uh, know about Bernie's breakdown. They might know about the conservatorship, especially now that it's becoming more out there in the public eye. Mm -hmm. But I don't think uh, most people know what a conservatorship actually is. Yeah, she can't spend like any of her own money, right? Yeah, so let's, let's go into it a little bit. It's a a conservatorship is like a legal concept here in the U.S. where a guardian is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life, like financial and personal. They're supposed to make like the best decisions for the. Yeah. So so they manage for in Brittany's case, they're doing both. They're managing her finances and her personal stuff. They're doing it because the person who is being placed under the conservatorship is having some sort of physical or mental limitations. A lot of times this happens with people who are 
of old age. Now, can Ooh. you do you have to uh, say, does Brittany have to agree to the conservatorship or could it be placed upon her without her agreeing to, you know, it can, be, to pl- it? It can be placed upon her if she's deemed like she she can't make responsible decisions for herself, which mm. I think is the situation here. Yeah. But the most common use of conservatorships are for old people who like as they age, their mental faculties are diminished. They might be developing Dementia or they might be really old and unable to take care of themselves or make responsible decisions regarding to their finances. Um, and that's usually like the most common use. This is a pretty unusual arrangement for someone who is as young and like productive as Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. She's very it's, it's wild because she is really successful. So it's yeah. she's done all these things. And to say that she can't make any decisions for herself is just kind of outlandish to me. But but it's also very apparent. I mean, you can just tell from what we talked about already that she has like mental problems i don't think it's never like there's been a lot of speculation that she has like early onset dementia i've seen articles from tmz that said that she's been taking bipolar medication even though she's not officially diagnosed it's not really anyone's business to know exactly what her um mental issues are Mm -hmm. there's of course so much speculation but it's very obvious that she does have something she does have a problem she or she has had problems with Uh, drug abuse and there's definitely some sort of mental issues there so she's placed under this conservatorship and her father james was granted oversight of her estate and her health which involves everything from negotiating business opportunities to restricting people who can be around her uh they're trying to control like people in her life previously before her breakdown that were you know sort of not great for her. We're sort of pressuring her to abuse drugs, stuff like that. So they're they're shrinking the amount of people that can be around Brittany. Mm-hmm. Her her attorney Andrew Wallet was assigned to help manage her financial assets. So he was making decisions related to her finances. Uh, she's been on under this conservatorship for the last twelve years. She's been under the control of her father for the last twelve years, which is a very long time. Usually conservatorships don't last that long, but mainly if you're putting an old person with dementia who's a senior citizen under a conservatorship very unlikely that they'll live for 12 years Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's an unusual case then. yeah so this is extremely unusual so and yeah he does get paid for being in charge of britney in 2018 britney's financial documents showed that year she spent four hundred thousand on living expenses and sixty six thousand on household supplies she also spent uh 1.1 million dollars on her legal and conservator fees for that year. So she spends about $1 million a year to all her lawyers for and also like just the conservatorship people, the people who look over that. Her father took home 128000 of that in 2018, probably takes around home that amount every year. And that's mm-hmm. just from the conservatorship. So at this point, we're not really going to talk too much about Brittany's career, but this uh, conservatorship situation she's in, because that's what everybody's talking about right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to fast forward to January of 2019. Brittany's father, Jamie, has a near fatal rupture of his colon. Uh, Brittany's team announces she'll be going on indefinite hiatus to spend time with her family after this. And 
people looking back now because of all this conspiracy related to this, because he has a fatal near fatal rupture of his colon. He's basically hospitalized. He's recovering. Mm-hmm. He can't control her as well because of that. And they're like, OK, Brittany, you need to go on hiatus because your dad can't tell you what to do. Wow. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what some people are saying. I mean, saying. it does make a lot of sense, but speculation. Yes. Almost. <laughs> I would say just as a disclaimer, a lot of what is we're about to talk about is speculation. Absolutely. 100%. But it's so hard not to speculate when you see the things she posts and stuff and just the way she acts on social media. Yeah. So so her father's recovering uh, two months after that. The attorney that I mentioned was handling her finances, Andrew Wallet. It's weird. His last name is Wallet and he's handling finances. Fitting, to me. fitting. Uh, he was placed in the conservatorship with him. Uh, he resigns from his position in the conservatorship. And that was two months after he asked for a pay raise from the courts a few months prior. So I I guess to him, you know, he asked for more money to do what he was doing. He, they said no. And so he resigns. So that leaves uh, her father, James Spears, in sole control of his daughter. There's only one person in charge of everything. That same month, uh, Brittany enters a psychiatric facility to focus focus on self-care. And they said that was due to stress from her father's illness. And that brings us to the whole Free Britney movement. It sort of picked up steam right around then. It started on this podcast called Britney's Gram, which is a whole podcast dedicated to Britney's social media accounts. There's these two girls and all they talk about is what Britney posts on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> which I'm sure is tons of content. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so on this podcast, they uh, they played this like voicemail recording of someone who allegedly is a paralegal source that works for Britney Spears's conservatorship. It is someone who is anonymous. They say he proved their identity to them. But do you really know? Yeah. In the, in the voicemail, he's yeah. like, I can't tell you who I am. Yeah, it's convenient, right? Right. So in this voicemail from this anonymous paralegal source uh it sort of comes to light that she had been held against her will in a facility since january of 2019 they claim that that hospitalization and a cancellation of one of her las vegas residencies that she was going to do at the time which is worth like millions of dollars to do Mm -hmm. las vegas residencies both of those things were ordered by her father after she decided to not take her medication and she violated some rules in her conservatorship specifically driving. Yeah, I was about to say, down to like little things like driving. Yeah, she's not allowed to drive a car. Apparently that's a big no-no too. Yeah. Uh, So this led to the Free Britney movement. It came out after that voicemail. Celebrities like Cher, Paris Hilton, Miley Cyrus, Courtney Love, Rose McGowan, uh, they've all like made posts about it, which drew uh, more awareness to it. I'd mentioned this earlier, TMZ around this time posted several conflicting stories. They're not like a paragon of, you know, (laughs) justice or anything like that but they de- were detailing in a video that although Spears has not been formally diagnosed with bipolar disorder, she was receiving medication for it. However, I can't really say if that's true or not because they did delete these stories after they came out. Love TMZ. So again, this is just more speculation. Um, so in April of 2019, uh, Bernie Spears' fans held a protest outside the West Hollywood City Hall, drawing attention towards how long this conservatorship has been going on, uh, suggesting that she's being detained against her will. So she posts a video to her 
Instagram account a couple days after that, assuring all of her fans all is well. And the next day she left the facility after that. So again, there's people saying, well, since there were protests and there was more eyes on it, they decided to let her out of the facility Mm -hmm. to sort of quiet people down. Mm -hmm. And to show that we're not holding her, not holding her uh, hostage. So Brittany has uh, had a new conservatorship hearing actually in May of last year and following the hearing an investigation was ordered into her conservatorship. But at the same time the conservatorship was extended until at least August of this year which at the time we're recording that this is next month. However uh, due to COVID you know that might get delayed. I think it's already been delayed once. Uh, The hearing to see if she's still going to be in the conservatorship. So was the plan or not? Was the plan for the conservatorship ever to like? I don't know if legally you could do this, but keep this in here for or keep her in this for like as long as that you possibly could for like years upon years. Or was it supposed to be kind of like a short thing while she got her shit together? Or what really? It was supposed to be short. It was supposed to be temporary, yeah. and it just kept getting extended and extended. She's had many bouts and battles with mental illness throughout her career. Mm-hmm. The breakdown was like the most public thing, but there's been things. You know, slightly before that, there's been uh, situations after the very public breakdown, and they keep using those as justification for extending the conservatorship. Well, in my mind, I think it's pretty like it makes sense that she is having problems with her mental health and having breakdowns and stuff the way she is, because when you're in the public eye that much, it's like it's Britney Spears. You know, she's one of the biggest names out there. If I were her and I had all of these things going on and I was placed under conservatorship and all of that, I I don't know how my mental health would be <laughs> would be holding up. So I don't think that necessarily makes her crazy. Yeah. And also just think about how we view mental health now than when we did when she had yeah, it's her a lot, breakdown. It's that a was lot like, less stigmatized. For yes. Sure. In like 2008, 2007 when she was having this breakdown it was all like oh look at crazy britney you know like hitting the paps with her umbrella like crazy britney and now it's like people are sort of woken up to it and they're like well you know the way that she was represented in the media definitely wasn't helping her situation at all no it was very rude it was very mean and now everybody's pretending like, oh, we love you, Brittany. Like, mm-hmm. even though we said all that shit about you back, yep. back, you know, 10 years ago, we love you now. It's OK. And if, if I was her, that would make me really. Yeah, <laughs> that would make me pissed off and really bitter. Oh, yeah. But I, I feel like she's handling it with much more class than I would. Yeah. So anyway, one of the reasons that I don't think she should be in this conservatorship is actually to do with something that her father did very recently. I'm not sure if you heard about this or not. You probably did. Um, so around the same time that her conservatorship was extended until again, until at least August of this year, uh, 2020. Her father said in court that, quote, me and my daughter's relationship has always been strained. End quote. So they don't have a good relationship and he's in charge of her, which to me, not sort of a red flag. Yeah, not a good mix. And in September of last year, it was reported that James Spears allegedly abused Britney's 13 year old son, Sean. Kevin Federline had filed a police report that said that James Spears was so enraged in a verbal argument with his son, with Kevin Federline's son, Sean, yep. that he broke down a door to get to the young boy. And the whole thing started this child abuse investigation. This is the person that is in charge of Britney Spears's financial and personal health. Mm-hmm. Someone that broke down a door. Someone that during have- an argument with a teenager. Yeah, I was about to say someone that should definitely 
have the mental capability to keep yourself calm in a situation with a teenager. Yeah. So this is a major red flag to me. When I read this, I was like, I can't believe this guy's in charge of her. Mm -hmm. So actually, after that went down, uh, Brittany's two sons have been granted a three year restraining order against their grandfather. So he can't even come close to them anymore after this happened. And this is the guy in charge of Brittany's well-being and her fifty nine million dollar estate is this guy. So after this all comes out, James Spears files paperwork to temporarily step down as the conservator so he could focus on his health is the reason he gives it because of that ruptured colon that we were talking about earlier. It's very convenient timing, though, Mm -hmm. really. It's all convenient Um, timing if you look at it. So the the motion was granted, but James is still in control of Britney's financial life, while Britney's current manager, a woman named Jody Montgomery, is in charge of her personal life. So he doesn't control her personal life as much anymore, but he is still in control of her finances. Now, where does Britney's mom play into all this? Because we haven't really talked about her yet. Yeah, Uh, I don't really hear too much about Britney's mom when I do see this on social media and hear about it with people talking about it and you know yeah other so podcast videos. Uh, Brittany's mom his name is Lynn her and her her and James aren't together anymore they're divorced she comes in around 2019 yes last year and she filed a legal motion to be involved in the conservatorship process because she is not involved in it at all it's pretty much all up to the dad she says the reasoning really is I want to stay up to date on my daughter's medical issues like I want to be a part of it I'm not sure why she didn't fight for this earlier to me it's sort of weird because now it's like so much more public attention on it than in years past. It just seems kind of weird to me that now is when she decides she wants to be involved. But also Lynn Spears is someone that is sort of quasi involved in the Free Britney movement because she's actually liked comments on social media talking about like the whole Free Britney thing, uh, which obviously makes it look like she supports it if mm-hmm. she, if it's she's like liking stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. At the same time, though, Britney's never like commented directly on this movement. Uh, she's told her fans multiple times to not believe everything they hear, but that can be construed in so many different ways. It could mean like don't believe these people who are saying that I'm being abused or it could mean don't listen to the people who say I'm not being abused. Mm So I think maybe for her own benefit, she should come out with like a very direct statement. Well, I don't think she can, because like I said, all the things that she posts on social media are so cryptic. They're they're weird. Even down to... Um, I just think that she's weird. Well, oh, yeah, she's definitely weird. Now we're all weird, but she might have a little a little tinge extra. But like even down to things like like on, on TikTok, for example, um, you know, she has a TikTok and somebody commented. They like to do this a lot whenever they have conspiracy theories. <laughs> Wear yellow in your next video if you need help. And she did, which, you know, can mean anything. All speculation, of course. It was a weird video, though. It was nothing but her just walking back and forth in and out of frame of the camera. And so someone took it upon themselves to comment on that one, too, and say, wear blue in your next video just to make sure, see if she needs help. And she did it again. And another weird video, cryptic video with no point to them. They're just like music playing in the background and her standing there staring at the camera. So. Yeah, but the... To me, like... I'm not saying that says anything. Like I said, speculation. I know, like, but how many hundreds of thousands of comments does Britney Spears get on her... But they were the most liked ones right at the top. So, of course, she's going to see them. Well, maybe like they're liked like after that video is like already came out and then people go back and they look at, you I know, mean, yeah, definitely what I always mean. possible, possible for sure. It's just like 
I've seen posts like that. I've seen posts that like like there's hidden messages yeah. in her in her captions and like she what? always she always timestamps them too. Like one thing in her caption, she'll be like, "I P.S. took this video to or took this picture video two days ago." But she does it on every single well, not every single, but like a majority of her you know posts, almost looking like she's leaving a digital paper trail. It's really weird. And she posts pictures on her Instagram too, and they always have like these weird insinuations of being locked up. Like she'll post pictures of like keyholes, like people looking out of keyholes or like, you know, pictures that would look like her when she was younger of people in cages and stuff like that. In so. cages? She's posting stuff? It's weird. Yeah, I'm telling you, she posts cryptic stuff. Go look at it. I it. think almost 80% of this mm-hmm. is just the fact that she's a mom mm-hmm. on social media. We all, I mean, my mom. They're very mom posts, I will say. <laughs> my, my mom makes very mom posts, <laughs> like you, too. You, almost, you just missed the mark a little bit. <laughs> missed the yeah, idea of what's going she's on. She's a mom. She, I mean, she's like 37. She looks great. Mm-hmm. She's 37. Um, and she's also from like Louisiana. <laughs> She's like a 37 year old mom from Louisiana. But people, she's also Britney Spears. Yeah, but like people forget like, you know, the where she came from and stuff. To me, it's just like things that 37 year old moms would post on Instagram. I don't think it's weird. Like every time someone's like, oh, there's hidden messages. If in, it wasn't in for this. the little hidden messages here and there and weird things that do but add like, up, I would think the exact same thing. Yeah. Just speculation it about is, the hidden. Me- every time someone's like, oh, there's a hidden message in this. Like, does it ever come out that that's actually what was happening? No, and, and I because would, this isn't the first time people are like, oh, there's hidden messages in this thing. Definitely, and I would absolutely take it way more for a grain of salt if it were one thing here and there. But just, and it can definitely also be due to the fact that you know she is getting more public attention, so people have their eyes on her a lot more now. But it's like almost every single post is just something weird, some little thing, something weird that it's like she's almost it's, responding to, but she can't actually. It's say because it. people are looking for that little thing. If That's you're going to look for it, it's points going, were made. It's going to be there. Points were made, definitely. So she's also come out and said that she is a part of the decision making process when it comes to her career. She didn't say like how big of a part of that decision making process she is. Personally, in my opinion, I think she should be like the biggest part of that decision making process. That's normally how it is. I don't know if that's necessarily the case with her, which is sad. She she's not really doing anything right now, but I mean, no one is because of covid. I don't know. I think personally for me, even though I if I feel like this whole time I've been sort of defending the conservatorship and I and sort of saying that she's not being abused. If, if if you ask my opinion on whether or not she should be in this conservatorship, you know, for me, like we have this 37 year old woman who's definitely has the faculties to go up on a stage and be in the public eye and yeah, perform. She's, she's won so many awards. She has like so many great things that she's done. So it's just it's crazy to me to say that she just can't make any decisions yeah. for herself. And you know? she I mean, ever since that public breakdown, I mean, besides being out of psychiatric facilities, which someone in her situation should definitely go get the help when they need it Mm -hmm. i definitely think that it's it's weird to me that supposedly she's not strong enough to look after her own children or her money but you could also argue the reason that she has not been involved in any high profile uh scandals or breakdowns since you know the 2007 2008 era is because of this conservatorship Mm -hmm. if you wanted to play devil's advocate you could say that it's definitely helped her sort of rein in that situation but i think now like especially 
particularly in in this time in America, we, we are very sensitive towards people abusing their power over other people. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's everybody. There's protests all over the country right now involving abusive power. And this definitely to a lot of people feels like a situation that is definitely an abusive power that's been going on for 12 years. Well, it's, it's not too crazy to think that. I mean, when you look at, you know, these huge names and Britney Spears and everything, they who wouldn't want to have power over Britney Spears, you know, if they could, if they could, if they weren't the best person, if you're in a position, I definitely see like how it's gotten this far for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely people that have tried. I mean, that paparazzi guy that we just talked about, Adnan Ghalib, that she like sort of dated around her breakdown time. She actually has a restraining order against him right now. She has a restraining order against a former manager of hers around that same era who Mm -hmm. was sort of uh, letting her cater to her drug abuse and not making good decisions for her. So around all those famous people, I mean, here in America, we live in such a celebrity culture. Like our celebrities are like gods to us. Mm -hmm. And there are always people that want to corrupt those people and sort of use them for their own ends. That's what a lot of people say about Britney's current boyfriend is that, you know, he doesn't really care about her, this and that. And, you know, he's, again, a gold digger. Of course, people are going to say that. But I mean, it makes sense, too, because he doesn't really post about her on his social media, his personal stuff. The only time you really see them together is when she posts something about them together. And I don't know about anybody else, but if I was dating Britney Spears, I would be definitely having her all over my social media. Well, I don't I mean, I don't really know too much about that guy, but like how Mm -hmm. long have they been dating? Yeah, honestly, I don't even know his name, but I think think for a while because I've I've been seeing, you know, people having a lot to say about him. So if they haven't been together too long, I just think it's just if you're a non-celebrity dating a celebrity, people always sort of have disdain for you. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, you never hear about like celebrities that are like, oh, I'm happy they're with this random person that I have no idea about. Mm-hmm. People only care about celebrity couples when it's two celebrities, which yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I remember like when Adele, uh, the singer Adele, she just went, for example, she just went through a, a divorce of someone that's not really famous. He's like a composer, I think, in England. So he might have some more more fame over there, but he's not really known here in America at all. And she divorced from this guy. She lost a ton of weight. And, you know, there's people who just like cheering her on. Nobody's cheering on this dude that nobody knows. You yeah. know, everybody's cheering yeah. on Adele, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's it's that situation. People are always people are fans of Britney Spears. So they're always going to care about her. And if this guy's in po- making posts on his Instagram about her, you know, maybe it's just because yeah, I guess I it, know, it, it could be just, really maybe anything. He's just trying right. to be maybe he's not trying to draw attention to her because he loves her. He doesn't mm-hmm. want celebrity speculation into their relationship. Yeah. In my own relationship, we've been me and my partner, we've been together for like seven years and we post probably like th- three pictures together <laughs> every, every year. So, I mean, I just think people are probably like weighing into it mm-hmm. a little too much. Yeah, makes sense. So What's your take? Do you think she should be in the conservatorship or not? I don't think so. No, I don't. Because like I like I've been saying this whole time, she's she's done so many great things, has so many accomplishments. I just find it so hard to believe that she's so out of her gourd that she can't make any decisions for herself and needs, you know, other people to make every little decision in her life. And she can't even do things, you know, like drive. I think that that's crazy. Is Should she get, you know, like you said, receive help if she needs it? Absolutely. You know, should maybe her assets be handled in ways that you know, would help her out a little bit for sure. But this seems just a little bit extreme to me, a, a little bit. I would say this seems pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy extreme to me for sure. Yeah. I mean, there are ways to, to support her in a responsible, safe way without having complete control over her. Yeah. Cause having complete control over somebody, you know, you don't have their best interests in mind unless they 
you know, really, really, really need it. But in this case, I just don't think that's what it is. Yeah. So I think we're both in agreement that she doesn't need to be no. in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely for the free Britney movement for sure. Yeah. But you're like someone who like plays in the conspiracy theories. Oh, I I'm, love conspiracy theories. That's true. That's I'm very true. I'm not uh-huh. as much like I think that most of them are dumb. It's just like. Oh, me too. I don't believe everything I see for sure. But it's just speculation on speculation yeah. off of like one sentence mm-hmm. and there's no confirmation at all. Yeah. I think a lot of it, especially there's just a lot of creators out there online right now that are taking advantage of all that speculation well, and they're not doing it selflessly. They're doing it to get views, mm-hmm. to get clicks, to get ad revenue. I don't think there would be as much speculation either if her posts weren't as like weird and cryptic and say just like bizarre things because it's obviously going to open the door to so much speculation if you just say something vague, something weird, something kind of answering things you've been seeing in the comments, but not really. And that just seems to be what she does every time. So of course people are going to speculate to like the max especially with somebody like Britney Spears and something as big as this right now. Wow. So it's kind of hard to know like what is the truth and what's actually going on. I mean, it is always, but in this case, especially, I think. You should test it out. You should comment on her Instagram and tell her to do something the next video. I should. I'm going to comment on all of her TikToks from now on. I'm going to be like, wear wear a purple hat, purple baseball hat next time. See, that's that's too general. You need to do something like, oh, I got to create speculation. Okay. I'm going to be like, wear socks in your next video. If you need help, blink at least one time if you need help. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we'll wrap it up here. Uh, This has been the What You Don't Know podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, we do have an email. You can email us at wydkpod at gmail.com. You can follow Sarah on TikTok. You can. It's Damp Donut, D-A-M-P-D-O-N-U-T. Go follow me. And I'll be be setting up some like actual relevant socials for the podcast soon uh, that you can follow. But in the meantime, follow my TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to uh, thanks to Madison and Designs for our logos, and uh, we'll be back next week. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out.